0: unidentified object maintaining advance to headquarters.
1: We now have visual. Routing image to main monitors.
0: After 15
2: years... Yes, there's no doubt. It's an angel. <laughs> Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes talk about anime. And do I have your consent? I'm Bill.
0: You do not, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: this task would be impossible for others. He's Andy. Yeah, like editing this two-hour-long episode that you've already heard in the past. Or just wrangling me. <laughs> that, too. That,
2: too. And... We don't have the luxury of accepting failure anymore.
0: So, it's Matt! My name is Luca. I live on the second floor. No, it's Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's Matt! Someone should call the cops, that's what happened. Okay. <laughs> welcome! Hey, guys!
1: Hi. Hello. <laughs> hey, this is so great. Welcome to, Welcome to Season... Seven, of tuning Japanese. My fucking god, we've made it to a new season. We're done with Gungrave.
0: Yes, finally. Uh, s- speaking of seven, are you the type of guys who draw a line through the middle of the seven or not? I am not. I am. Oh, I, you're the
1: tiebreaker, Matt.
0: This is really important. You're the tiebreaker. Oh, first of all, I'm now conflicted over you two. <laughs> Second of all, the answer <laughs> is no. Okay, thank, thank you, <laughs> thank you.
2: I overdraw all my letters, like I put the line through the Z, I put the tick and the base on a one, I put a slash mark through a zero.
1: Are you surprised that Bill is extra, even in his nu- numerical and, <laughs> and, and alphabetical life? Like
0: so, extra.
2: No, you know what it is, it's because I don't like repeating myself, and that way, if I write it and it's that way, nobody has to fucking ask me questions.
1: Unless they've never <laughs> seen a seven with a line through it before, because no one does it. Not fair enough. Why does this Z have a
2: line in it? (laughs) I also am the one that I use dots to separate phone numbers.
1: Oh gosh.
0: Wow. You're you're kind of a monster. (laughs) Hey fans out there. Finally things you can get mad at Bill for. Other than get mad at Bill for. (laughs) Things you can get mad at me for that Andrew doesn't have to edit
1: out. That's (laughs) this is this is probably the the most I've been mad at you (laughs) in a PG setting. (laughs) This week, we are jumping in with episode one of Neon Genesis Evangelion. I almost said Gungrave, but then in my head, I almost said Trigun. So we are going to be talking about that. But first, we're going to do a little segment that we always do around here called Nerd News. And I'm going to throw it
0: to y'all to get us started. I received the sad news, Dave. This is sad nerd news. I'm sorry, folks. Oh, we're starting off a bummer. Gra- grab something that makes you happy while you listen to this. Beloved well-known actor Ed Asner passed away today.
2: Yep, that was that was my I heard that too. Yep. You may have uh,
0: heard Ed Asner as Hudson the gargoyle in Disney's Gargoyle in the 90s, Gargoyles in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yep. Or if you're old enough you saw him on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yes. Or most recently he played the father of Johnny in Cobra Kai. Stepfather, that is. That I haven't seen. Is Cobra Kai good? Cobra Kai is excellent. Uh that's yeah, one I haven't seen at all. He was
2: also Carl in Up. And he was yes. oh, yeah. and yes, he, was he was Santa Claus in Elf.
0: Yes. I was yeah, really sad.
2: I know. I, Ed Andrew was
0: awesome. Ed was one of those actors, whenever he'd appear on screen I'd hear his voice, I'd say, Hey! Hey Ed It's like you knew him.
2: Yeah. You kinda did. Um and he's definitely one of those guys who he didn't disappear into his role. He was always kind of Ed Asner, but you liked Ed Asner, so it worked. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, how old was he, uh, when he passed away?
0: 91. 91. So a, a, a good, good life. Good Certainly. life. Certainly. Yeah.
2: And a distinguished one. He, uh. Yeah. Good career.
1: Absolutely. I assume that's your new news on too, Bill, right? That was my big one.
2: Yeah. That was the thing going on.
1: Did you have anything else for us, Bill? Well, I did hear that and that
2: would have been my nerd news, Um but we also have another, uh actually more relevant to the podcast, not that that wasn't, Ooh. but uh, the teaser images for Cowboy Bebop have dropped.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Oh my God. At this point, they're probably kind of old news, but man, it's worth talking about.
2: And the neckbeards on the internet are pissed.
1: <sighs> when aren't the neckbeards mad? But I think it looks great. Me too. Agreed. Um, so uh, we, have, we have we have three major castings that we saw in, in these uh, images. I do believe. I suppose te- four. Uh,
2: Technically four.
1: Technically four. Yes, technically four.
2: Although that's probably the least controversial. They got a corgi to play Ein.
1: I am <laughs> so excited. If they would have CGI'd that, I would have been very mad.
0: Oh, imagine if they'd got a Great Dane.
2: A <laughs> Chinese <No>. Crested.
0: <laughs>
2: yes, uh, we do have John Cho as playing
0: Spike. You may remember him as Sulu in the Abrams Star Treks. He was also in Harold and Kumar.
2: Yes, he was. That's actually where I was like,
0: <laughs> like a uh, Harold. I've never seen either of those. I enjoyed them. The, they they're were bad, but they're, I enjoyed them. The, yeah, they're not
2: life changing or anything, but I laughed. But I know. enjoyed it. Yeah. We have uh, Mustafa Shakir playing Jet Black. Hmm. Uh, I really like the look of him. I like the way he was
1: in. Uh, he was in season two of Luke Cage, wasn't he?
2: Oh yeah, he played Bushmaster. Yes, yes. Yes.
0: Oh, okay. I did. I have seen him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He was good in that. I don't know if that was a real accent or if that was just a character accent. I don't know. Wikipedia says he was born in North Carolina, grew up in Harlem. So assuming that was just an accent he put on.
1: Probably, uh, yeah. Probably,
0: probably uh, an effective accent. Jamaican
2: that jet it. black would be weird.
0: That is what they call acting. <laughs> that is what they call it. This is true.
2: Of course, where things went off the rails.
1: <sighs>
2: Daniela Pineta. Is playing Faye. And I think a good rendition. I like the look entirely. So do I. But she has been um, modified quite a bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, number one, they put layers on her. Well, uh, <laughs> Yes.
2: On on her outfit, that is.
0: Yes, on her, on her outfit. She was probably just... Faye always had, yeah. had layers, but yes. Yes. She's wearing clothes that aren't paper thin. It,
2: right. It looks more like an outfit from Firefly.
1: And I'm fine with that.
0: No, I am that's too. Good, good inspiration.
1: No, that's yeah. but it,
2: yeah, it's it's kind of a leather jacket, you know, silk under chaps and boots, and, uh, and I think that's part of why people are throwing a fit because she's not wearing booty shorts <laughs> and a crop top,
0: or or less. There are a lot of Ferengis out there. They close their females.
1: I <laughs> care I think it was, might have been new rock stars or something, but like someone had mentioned uh, talking about the outrage of. Some fans about her look, and it's just like they had mentioned something along the lines of like, "Guys, space space is cold, right?" Like, well, uh,
2: <laughs> and like she like she brought up, I actually watched. She had a reaction to all the reaction, mm-hmm. and I think it made a lot of sense because she said, "A, you know, it's not the easiest thing in the world to find a six foot two, double D, two inch waist, you know." So they hired "quote unquote" her short ass. <laughs> And then she also said that the uh, the outfit, you know, and there's a lot of people that do cosplay of Faye in that outfit, but like they said, yeah, because they stand there and take a picture, but actually attempting to do something in that outfit. Um, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think, again, quoting her, uh, she said they tried that outfit, uh, but the tissue paper kept disappearing into her crevices.
0: <laughs> into uh-huh. her crevices. <laughs> oh, man. And suddenly I'm reminded of one of the most horrifying cosplays that I've ever seen. Some of you folks out there know what I'm talking about. When I say man-fay... Huh?
2: Man-fay?
0: don't know if I've seen that. Do, do, no. Don't, oh, don't. All
2: right. a man dresses as Faye.
0: Yes. I was thinking okay. man-fay he, from... He... <laughs> uh, it... <clears throat> no, no, it's a man-dressed as Faye. I believe uh, he, act- he actually auditioned for the uh, old Sci-Fi Channel series Who Wants to Be a Superhero, Stanley.
1: I remember that show. I remember that show too. I, th- I remember watching that.
0: It was all right. Yeah, it was, it was okay.
2: I was thinking the Marvel character that's like the Marvel version of Swamp Thing, Man Thing. Oh yeah, Man Thing. Uh, yeah. I, that, <laughs> I went to a weird place. That's, <laughs> <great time. laughs>
0: that's all right. Or, I, I, origin but, of the origin of the famous comic book cover, giant size Man Thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no.
2: Yep. <laughs> oh, also, uh, Alex Hansel is going to be playing uh, Vicious. Oh.
1: I cannot wait to Um, see that. Oh, he
2: was uh, translucent in The Boys most recently.
0: Mm -hmm. Ah, okay.
2: I did not know that character. And then um, also uh, Elena Satine is playing Julia.
1: I, at first, was very uh, cautious about this Netflix series when we talked about it originally when they first announced it. I am getting more and more excited now for this. I want to see this 10 episode run of this first season.
2: I am still cautious because I've seen Netflix's adaptions before.
1: Did you see the set? Like, the set looks so much like the
2: Bebop. The set. uh, And I like the actors. I like the costumes. Mm -hmm. I like what everything I've seen so far. I'm just trying to gauge myself a little bit to not get disappointed when they, if they shit the bed on the script.
0: Yeah. Try and land somewhere between fan rage and phantasm. Yeah. Huh. I wonder what those combined would sound like.
2: (laughs) Probably the same thing. Get Josh on here? (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. So that drops in November. And I assume since it's Netflix, we'll get all 10 episodes all at once. I assume. That's Uh, what Netflix do. That's what they do.
0: I haven't heard any different.
1: Looking forward to that. That's all I'm saying. Looking forward to that. Uh, My bit of nerd news this week is I went to a convention this weekend. Yes, I saw that. Uh, QC Nerd Fest is what I went to, uh, put on by uh, the people at Nerd HQ, uh, locally here in Davenport. Uh, I was down at the River Center in Davenport. I was actually, I think it's still, or probably just wrapping up today, because I didn't go day three. I never do Sunday days at the cons usually. It was all right. It was all right. Um, There were a lot of vendors. The vendors were cool. Uh, I spent a lot of money. Um, I found... My new favorite possession of anything that I've ever owned in my entire life, which is right here. It is a hipster Oddish with his cup of Pokemon coffee. Uh, I was walking by, and uh, Oddish is one of my favorite Pokemon of all time. Uh, Vileplume, the the full evolution, is my all-time favorite. Uh, And I was walking by, and all of a sudden I just saw this giant plush just sitting with, like, four other ones. And I literally pressed my hands to the side of my face, made a high-pitched squeal, and ran. I was like, I don't care how much this is, I want it. <laughs> and, then I, I, and they were just like, looking at me like, really scared. And then I'm like, oh my god, you did an art piece of it too. And I bought the art piece of it. So I'm gonna replace right over there where I have Menshee and the, and the Mario hat. I'm gonna move that stuff. I think I'm gonna put him over there and then take the, the Zelda down, who's, you can see in my stream usually, uh, and put up the art piece there instead. So it's gonna be like a little Oddish corner. I'm very excited. He's he's my buddy and I love him so much. He's so cute.
2: I named him Adam Conifer.
1: You did name him Adam. He's Adam Conifer. Is what his, what his name is.
0: Okay, I like it.
1: Um. So yeah, he is. Uh. He's fantastic. Uh. The con was all right. Friday there was a Pokemon tournament. I was one of four people to play in the Pokemon tournament. I won the Pokemon tournament. So well, I am the 2021 Nerd Fest champion. The inaugural. The inaugural Pokemon all right. champion. Um, so that, that, that's the thing that happened, played a few board games, not major. I mean, it was, it was fine. I, I feel like there could have been more to it, but for what it was, it was, it was worth the money, I think overall. Cool. Good. Yeah. So it was, it was fine. It was, uh, it was, it was fun. Like I said, the vendors were cool. There was, uh, a lot of random little bits of art and things. I picked up a few things. I got a little cute little Ev stitch thing. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was fine. I, I had a good time. Right on. Glad to hear it. So, yeah, that uh, that think, I think about does it for nerd news, right? That's all I got to say. All right. We are jumping into season seven, both feet first. Uh, we're back around to me. It is my choice. Uh, and if you are new to the podcast and you're just jumping in, a couple of things real quick. Uh, every season of this particular podcast, we tackle a new anime and we break it down episode by episode, giving you uh, the review as well as our general takes an analysis of a lot of the stuff like the characters the setting the you know the hidden symbolism the just just witty banter that you would expect uh, from someone like bill dick jokes uh, <laughs> like dick jokes also boobs also boobs there will be and, boob jokes apparently uh, there where will be there'll be a lot going on as we go through this anime but we have uh we usually take turns every season picking an anime and uh, so far we've covered uh my two anime with which were Excel Saga and Wolf's Reign. Uh, we covered Bill's anime of Trigon and One Punch Man. And then Josh, who's no longer here for this season, uh, being helped, uh, replaced by, by Matt. Thank you. I didn't actually say at the beginning of the episode again, but thank you so much for for joining us, Matt, for this season.
0: I am delighted to be a part of it.
2: I look forward to the season.
0: Yes,
1: I am as well. Uh, Josh's two animes that we had covered are Gurren Lagann and Gungrave. Uh, so we're moving on to our seventh anime, and we are going from a slightly more obscure anime to probably one of the most well-known anime of all time, I would say, in Neon Genesis Evangelion, or however you want to pronounce that word. Probably the most uh,
2: famous one that we've done. Definitely.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I mean, Trigon and, and One Punch Man are pretty high up there, but but definitely, I think when you think of anime, it's one of those ones that, like, top ten most recognizable. Certainly. Uh so when we start a brand new anime we have to give some rundown of some background information on the anime uh just just so we kind of have our bearings of when it was produced who were the people involved etc Neon Genesis Evangelion uh known in Japan as Senseke Evangelion ran from October of 1995 to March of 1996 it is a 26 episode anime one season which is why it is a perfect candidate for this show There were two movies produced after the fact that uh, kind of came about from an outcry from fans being pissed off about the ending of Evangelion. We'll get there in episodes 25 and 26 once we round that curve at some point.
2: Be ready to rant.
1: (laughs) I think it's kind of a similar sort of thing with what happened, kind of what will happen with Wolf's Rain.
2: Yeah, except they didn't burn four episodes of Backstory, I bet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're right. Not that I recall. So we had uh, two movies that came out after the fact, which were Evangelion, Death and Rebirth, which was a recap kind of of the, the first 24 episodes and then kind of the start of the new sort of version of the finale. And then the second film, The End of Evangelion, which sort of does the new telling of the end of the story.
0: With man juice at one point.
1: With, yeah, 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 we it's infamous. <laughs>
0: Huh. It made made sure a friend of mine would never ever watch that movie.
1: Yeah, we're I feel like we'll probably have to watch those movies and talk about them once we finish the season. If it's the end of the show, I mean we're going to have to. Yeah. The, well the show does end, but like it's kind of like I re- I don't know. Well, I feel like we will watch them. Yeah, sounds sure. So the uh the, the movie won a, a ton of awards and were super popular. They grossed uh the second movie I think especially, I think if I if my research is correct, grossed almost 1.5 billion yen in the first 6 months alone which is a, is a fair amount of money fair for an anime so
2: lots of yen's
1: that's lots lots of <laughs> yen's uh, there were another four movies produced after the fact as well um uh well the fourth one that was just released this year i think just recently yeah but those were Evangelion 1.0 you are not alone in 2007 Evangelion 2.0 you cannot advance in 2009 uh, Evangelion 3.0 you cannot redo in 2012 and then the most recent one this is sounding like kingdom hearts these titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 Thrice upon a time from 2021. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know. Naming conventions are weird when it comes to video games and anime sometimes.
0: Mhm. I d- I remember the uh like the original releases were like had weird different numbers with decimals yes 2.0 was 2.22 and i at, at a uh at a gen con
1: i can't remember if it was the last gen con i went to in person or the one before i know one of the gen cons they showed the evangelion movie like 1.0 and that was like at the uh anime mystery anime theater
2: oh right right which
1: ah. is which is the one where like they uh the group like uh wasabi anime they they basically do an over-the-top dubbing of it and just get drunk
2: it's mst3k yeah it's
1: mst3k, MST3K. It was weird. It was it was not great. <laughs> I remember it not being great. It's
0: hard to do on the fly.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I will talk more about the movie, but still, either way, <laughs> All like, it was, I, I don't think the movie was that good.
2: They usually do a pretty good job, I think, don't they?
1: Yeah, they're they're pretty fun, and they're usually really good with like crowd participation. Uh-huh. Like they'll they'll watch their social media, and like you can use a hashtag. And I know I know they read one of my comments out loud and laughed a lot, and then made me take a shot of fireball with them. <laughs> that was. I was uh-huh. like, I haven't had fireball since I was probably 20 but here we go
0: <laughs> I don't remember the movie but I love the uh, song over the end credits which I've had on my mp3 player or phone since uh, since the movie came out okay I'll have to look that one up
1: later uh there is a a, a manga Mongo. Manga. thank you Love it, uh, <laughs> which was which first came out about ten months before the anime came out as a way to sort of preview the anime. So it, it's kind of interesting. It was a little different than what is typically the case, which is you have a long-standing manga, uh, which then gets adapted into Monkford. an anime. Gets <laughs> adapted into an anime. It actually ran until I think the last issue was published it, all the way into 2013. Wow. I, I don't know if they were doing new content or or what the deal was. With uh. I didn't Google enough.
0: Oh, I did so much googling as a child.
1: <laughs> as actually, a younger man, <laughs> I uh, I have not read a lot of manga, manga, whatever. And but like Evangelion is one of the ones that I have read from beginning to end, and I I really do enjoy oh. that ver- like that that story in in the manga as well. I think it's very well done. So the director is uh, Hediaki uh Anno who I Googled Bill. Yeah. He's our age and he's done a lot in his time that makes me sad. That like <laughs> what have I accomplished? I don't know. Not as much as this guy. I mean more than me. So he ha- worked has worked on a number of different live action uh anime as a director. And has done uh, been, an, been an animator on a number of anime, uh, including uh, some Studio Ghibli stuff. Uh, Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind being one. Grave of the Firefly is another one. Uh, he was involved with some Fooly Cooly and Macross. He's got a pretty good resume uh, behind him as an animator. And uh, obviously his big thing as a director is uh, the Evangelion stuff. So,
0: Yeah. That's especially good considering the afflictions that the man has suffered over the years.
1: I see, I don't. I didn't catch any of that. Like, can you can you elaborate a little bit? He's uh he's he's grappled with depression. So I guess despite some of those personal struggles, he's he's managed a lot. He's managed yeah. a lot. It's pretty cool.
0: Very impressive, and all mostly excellent stuff. Nice.
1: Uh, this was done through uh, the studio Gainax, which you should be familiar with, uh, largely from our season with Gurren Lagan. Uh, they were involved with that as well. Uh, in mm-hmm. Japan, also uh, Tatsunoko production was involved. And the music is by Shiro uh, Sagisu, uh, who is kind of known for some other anime music as well. Done some music for Ram, the One Half, Macross, Bleach, Berserk, Magi, as well. So uh, a large number of different anime. <laughs>
0: yeah. So we should probably look out for guy in this show.
1: We. <laughs> yes.
0: If you know what that is, <laughs> I I do, and
2: I think there was some.
0: Yeah, we'll see if we can point it out. <laughs>
1: When we look at reception, uh, obviously, as we know, it's one of the most well-known anime of all time. Um, I went to my anime list and IMDb, as I am wont to do, to find their ratings. And, uh, I'm just going to throw it to you on a scale of 10. If, as long as you haven't looked this up and cheated, I'm curious, what do you think my anime list rate, it has this rated at out of 10?
2: This would almost be a better question if we did it after we watched it. So we know the hell we're talking about,
0: but.
1: Well, that's fine. We, well, okay. To be fair, Bill, have you, have you watched a, uh... Neon Genesis Evangelion before? Nope. Okay. Matt, have you seen it? Yes. Yeah, and I have also seen it. Okay. So Bill's the only one who's never seen it before. Okay. Just from
2: okay. the general hype, I'm going to guess probably very high. Probably 9. Okay,
1: you're going to go for 9?
2: Yep. Okay.
0: Matt, what do you think? Uh, uh <clears throat> I'm going to be the Price is Right douche and say 9.1. <laughs> uh,
1: You're both over. Uh, the My enemy list actually rates it at 8.3. 8.3?
0: Okay.
1: 8.3. Uh, that puts it that puts it higher than some of the some of the other anime that we've done. Excel Saga is currently sitting at a seven point five. Trigun is sitting at an eight point two three, so just a little bit above Trigun.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, it puts it lower than Gurren Lagann, which is rated at eight point six five. Higher than Wolf's Rain, which is seven point uh, eight two.
0: That's unfair.
1: That uh, it is very unfair. The music alone brings brings Wolf's Rain to an eight.
0: It's
2: just not that well known, I think.
1: It's, that's what it is. Cause it's, I think it's user reviews. Yeah. One Punch Man, it's lower than One Punch Man, uh, that has an 8.53. And of course, it's higher than Gungrave, which has not the lowest on the list, but has a, a 7.85. So the lowest on the list actually is Excel Saga with 7.5, which I'm not surprised on. <laughs> no, no. Uh, IMDb has a similar rating, an 8.5 out of 10. Again, uh, that's higher than Excel Saga, Trigun, actually higher than Gurren Lagon on IMDb and Wolfstrain. The only one higher than it is One Punch Man at 8.8 out of 10. So yeah, pretty still either way, high marks. Absolutely. Deservedly. So it's episode one. It's my episode. Uh, We're going to be talking about episode one, which is titled Angel Attack, (gasps) which kind of sounds like a title they would have given a Sailor Moon episode during the Deke Dub days. It's like (laughs) alliteration. Angel Attack. (laughs) The Deke Dub days. The dick dub days. Dick dub 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 days. It's it's just like the Honda days. Happy Honda days. Happy Honda Days.
0: Have you ever have you ever noticed that motorcycles sound just like their brand names? <laughs> no, I haven't. I, actually. Yes. <laughs> so you've got uh, you've got Yamaha, which sounds like Yamaha. <laughs> <laughs> and Suzuki goes, Suzu. <laughs> and of course the Honda goes Honda <laughs> That's fantastic. As a stand-up routine from the 90s I saw once but I'll always remember. it stuck with you. Let's talk about Angel Attack, shall we? Yes, let's do that. I yes. All right.
1: We open to the theme song which is A Cruel Angel's Thesis. What are the best anime entrances or theme songs I've ever heard? I agree.
2: I do the song. I've known the song for a very long time, even though I've never seen the anime before.
0: It is classic. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Oh yeah. Did you know
1: that the director actually originally wanted a piece of classical music as the introduction to Neon Genesis Evangelion? I could see it. Makes sense. He was shot down pretty quickly because they were worried that fans would be very confused as to why there was like classical Mm -hmm. music playing for this mech anime.
2: I think it would make total sense, but, but yeah, I,
1: yeah, I agree too. I think it would work totally, but uh, instead we got this more, much more J-pop-esque theme song. Any, any notes about the theme song or the montage of like visuals during the opening of the anime? Anything at all?
2: I like the Jonathan Young cover of the, in translation of the theme song.
1: I'll have to to seek that out.
2: I mean, it's a pretty typical anime opening from the, you know, flashing images of the show at you have really fast and random words.
1: I love anime openings when they do that. She's like words, <laughs> we like words. It was I love uh, words. It was it was pretty pretty straightforward. <laughs> so we cut from the opening theme, not to a title card, but I guess a time card it tells us the year is twenty fifteen. <laughs> We've gone six years <laughs> it, into the past. in the
2: future of twenty fifteen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right, all the way to the year two thousand. A helicopter flies over a flooded city street. And we get a shot of Under the Water, where we see old apartment or business buildings and some sort of massive monstrosity with a weird skull-white face lurking and swimming through the murk. I think that's a Japanese cryptid. Do you think that? Is that what
0: that is? It is. It, it's not a kappa.
2: It's like a human, like a pale human like oh. like, stretched out limbs.
0: Oh, I don't like it. Uh.
2: A ninjin, that's what it's called. N-I-N-G-E-N.
0: Sounds kind of familiar. Go ninjin, go ninjin, go. Mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are a row, a huge line, rather, of tanks on a highway overlooking this flooded ruins. Maybe we'll stop for a second and kind of talk about the, the visuals of the city and get a little bit of the storytelling that they're doing immediately with just small bits of the setting. You know, we've got we've got this flooded landscape we've got this like sort of raised up sort of area like this roadway like they have been building more further up like cuz these are like tall skyscrapers that that they're you know they've are all flooded. We just see like bits of like electrical poles like, sticking out of the water at one point. I don't know. What do you what 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 do you think about the like the the way that the story kind of like handles the setting?
2: I I mean I mean you live in Davenport so it's not like that's that surprising to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: fair. I think that was 2015.
0: Actually, it might have been. It might have been the year we had those really bad floodwaters. It pretty much starts in media res, Mm -hmm. more or less. Which is interesting, an interesting way.
2: You get the ruined landscape thing cool. My only frustration with it is what I always get with this kind of thing. Which is, why are you bothering with the helicopters and tanks?
1: Because they got to watch the area. Because it's been 15 years since they've seen this monster.
0: Helicopters in what? Tanks, you're welcome.
1: (laughs) God. Uh, We get a really serene shot, too, of a bird. Like, we get, like, the shot, like, down the barrel of one of these tanks, and there's a bird just sitting on the edge, and then uh, it flies away as we see an explosion in the water
0: way off in the distance. I thought for sure the bird was going to (laughs) get blasted off or something, but... uh, Just poof! (laughs) <laughs> but no, I I think I guess uh, I believe birds had really to sense things coming so it sensed just before the explosion that something's going to go boom, I guess.
1: <laughs> As of 12:30 p.m., a state of emergency has been declared for the Tokai region surrounding Mid Kanto. We have reached the dark dark pokemon future, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes way more sense now. <laughs> this thing is this thing is not a monster, it is a pokemon. <laughs> I mean, Pokemon is the Mon and Boogamon monster, right? <laughs> it's true. It's true. So I, I'm thinking this thing swimming around is some sort of legendary Pokemon who has emerged from its slumber for years. Some Eldrix Eldritch horror Pokemon uh-huh. creature.
0: Well, at least most people had time for lunch before I showed up. That's
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> they did. It was, they waited nicely until 1230, you know. <laughs> are, are, you, are you guys early or, or late lunch or just like you have to have it at a certain time lunch? Well, of course, of course, Matt's got more, Matt's on a different sort of like schedule, but yeah. it's a bad question for him. Yeah,
2: and I don't get lunch most days. I just Okay. sorry. <laughs>
0: breakfast at uh, between five and six p.m. Uh, lunch almost never, but between two and three a.m. if I can. And dinner is always breakfast around eight a.m. I love mm. that when I have it. That's nice.
1: I may consistent have to have at the same time, which is why last year when we was under a weird shrunken schedule at work, like I was eating lunch at like 1040 every day. I'm like, this is the worst. I hate this. That would (laughs) be terrible. That would be terrible. It was terrible. It was (laughs) really bad. So this evacuation order is in effect, but we do see someone running in the distance. Someone just got the news (laughs) about the evac order. Uh, But the streets themselves are mostly empty aside from that kid and a woman driving a blue sports car she's on the lookout for someone that's run off and we get a shot of a boy a picture of a boy on a on a file folder and we cut to him in front of a phone and the phone's like yeah sorry you fuck we <laughs> there, there's a giant monster around you can't use our phones anymore the service <laughs> is down
0: oh well, they they don't they say phones have been shut off I think they do. That seems yeah, like I mean, a bad, that seems like overall a bad idea. Yeah. State of emergency. Let's shut the phones down. Yeah.
1: <laughs> go, go to the mass transit centers, which also seem to be shut down. <laughs> like they're not moving. <laughs> I guess you would know if a monster was coming beforehand probably in some way, say, shape or form. Yeah, but you
0: want to yeah, che- like, oh, like you, you want to check
2: in with your family and stuff.
0: I definitely need to look up and see if anybody has done fan art of all the angels from this show battling Godzilla. They have to, right? I, I would know. hope so. Someone's gotta have done it. If they haven't, that's upsetting. If they haven't, I can fill that hole. I mean I
1: can, <laughs> wait a, wait I, can a minute. I
0: can do that art, maybe. There you go. I there will try go. it. I will try. There you go. I'm Not I like to it. say anything sexual anymore. That's fair. Nah. No. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> it appears that he was looking for this woman because he pulls out a picture. <laughs> and she's, it's
0: like the sexy beach photo or something. Yeah.
1: She's like leaning over with her ass out. Uh, and and it's she's not like got a kissy
0: face on it. And it's not, tra- there's writing on it, but it's not translated. <laughs> I, I can only assume it's like, hey, I'll be trying to pick you up later.
2: And an arrow right at her boobs.
0: <laughs> mm. there, I didn't catch no, that.
2: There, there's definitely like a, a writing and then like an arrow that's like, like down her shirt. That's. <laughs>
0: That
1: tracks. That tracks so much.
0: Get in my car and you can touch these.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For a moment, he thinks he sees someone, by the way, in the road. Some person with short, bluish hair. But then he turns back again and realizes there's no one in the road. And uh, shit's about to go down, folks, because there's a rumbling and a shaking of the ground and air. Ships fly across the sky, followed by the swimming monster we saw before. He He has made his way onto land. Like the dragonzord emerging from the water. <laughs> Tommy somewhere playing a flute.
2: He's like a plague he's like a plague doctor Zord.
1: <laughs> yeah! He looks so cool. Can we talk just for a second about like how cool this guy looks? Sure. Someone someone wanna break down like what this 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 creature looks like.
0: Uh looks like the uh guy in charge of the uh Shinigami Academy and, uh, in uh in Soul Eater. <laughs> Okay, kind, okay. Kinda, yes. Kinda. Yes. I got nothing. I get that reference. Oh, good.
1: Yeah. For for yeah, I I can see that. Um Bill, what's your take on it? What what is what is what is the non-anime fans <laughs> description of it? Well, like I
2: said, Plague Doctor was the first thing I thought cuz the white mask uh-huh. with like the beak on it.
1: Yes. It's very Plague Doctory.
2: Yeah, and then the the majority of its body being black on top of that and then you know like a rib cage with a I guess some kind of power cell or something in the center. Something like um, that, and then like white armor, like white pauldrons, and
1: it's some anime ass shit.
2: But then it's got like another little face underneath the big, fa- like the beak face.
1: I don't like when things have two faces. I just I don't know what it is about it, but like it it unsettles me. It it makes me I just don't like it at all.
2: How do you feel about Two Face?
1: Uh. Well, two faces.
0: Technically, that's just one face by six. <laughs> no, no. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's just, just half a face and half a face. It's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but like anything with like more than one head or face, like not even head, it's more face than head. It's like there's another face just randomly sticking out of something. Like that just freaks me out. Like, the, like
2: the Elder Centipede in, uh, One Punch Man? Yes.
1: I hated the Elder Centipede. Ugh. Scary Ugh. As shit. Um, by the way, we get a name for this. Because we moved to a futuristic-looking war room with massive monitors and a man sitting pensively, hands locked at the fingers. Cool reflection going on in his glasses so you can't see his eyes. Uh, And he notes that, well, I guess the guy with him notes, like, it's been 15 years. The angel has risen. An angel? Apparently. (laughs) It's an interesting name choice for a monster rising up to destroy human civilization. There's a lot of undertones in this anime that I think will probably go into more detail as we go further into it and probably closer to the end of the anime. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like, does anyone have anything to say here about like the choice of the name Angel, like for this monster?
0: Well, uh, you know the uh, the whole the popular idea of an angel has been basically human but beautiful or perhaps even just a little androgynous. Uh, you know, that's like that's just something. Uh, to make an angel more palatable to the standard person. It was it was a
2: renaissance convention.
0: Okay, right. Uh, but I've I don't remember where I know any of this from. But usually, like uh, the actual form of an angel would be like rather incomprehensible. Mm-hmm. So it could very easily be uh, such a monstrous design. as this?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a there's kind of a white etched picture in the opening, like right at the very beginning of the opening. That's like. Four tentacles with eyes all over them and wings sticking out, and that's closer to a biblical angel. I mean, that's... Yes. And, and I think you see memes of that all the time now, so it's not like it's hidden knowledge at this point. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why they show up and say, don't be afraid, because they're, like, Lovecrafty and Eldritch abominations, really.
1: Yeah. And the idea has been explored in other media. Like, there's a short story I've taught before. Um It's about this weird angelic being that shows up but like it's really it just kind of looks like a, a, a drowned sailor with like really torn up and like beat up wings uh and like everyone sort of mistreats it because it doesn't look like an actual angel um like they would expect but they they still think like well that's maybe it's an angel but probably not because man it looks nothing like it's nothing beautiful right and i think that's mm-hmm. that's kind of a cool bit of storytelling when, when authors and, and writers kind of change the expectations of like the stereotypical angel
2: well and that sounds more like angel in the skies kind of thing like the uh ah oh, jeez in the the angels in sodom that showed up and they you know all the towns people want. that's more of like coming in humble and but yeah i think really you know awesome in its old school terminology is kind of more what you get from it so i think this probably hit on something early that wasn't hit on before
1: we get the title card next title card. And as I was and we, for, we talked about it um, before and I totally forgot to mention it at the beginning. We're watching this by the way, on Netflix and we'll talk a little bit about some of the changes that Netflix made uh, as we go through the series. It is the one way really to watch this legally right now because they have, um, they have the rights to Evangelion. Although the films, I believe Amazon owns the rights to those.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. It is what it is. We're watching it on Netflix. Right when I was thinking about actually canceling my Netflix subscription that I've had forever and not used for ages, we are doing it legally. We are doing it legally.
0: Hey, if you want use for your Netflix, watch the Troll Hunter series.
1: Okay, maybe I'll maybe I'll check that one out. Does that any have anything to do with the movie, the troll or troll? Was it troll? What is the one like no. the weird oh, yeah. foreign film? No,
2: no, it's a cartoon. It's a kid show.
1: Oh, okay, that's yeah. so it's very different.
2: Yeah, no, very different. From-
0: It's from Guillermo del Toro. It's a great animated series.
1: Why problem make with no problem you want to have make? (laughs) We come back to ships opening fire on the angel. But as you might imagine, nothing comes of this other than destroying the surrounding city, basically. Again, why do they do that? To show you how badass the angel is. Yes.
2: I I think in episode two at some point, somebody goes like, well, that was a waste of taxpayer money.
0: And I'm like, yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> They're listening <laughs> like, to you, Bill. well, you know what they say? Military intelligence is an oxymoron,
1: well, well said. The angel itself begins taking down ships with some sort of saber that it's kind of like a an energy beam, but like it's restricted, it like kind of shoots out of the weird looking hand and then goes back into the hand mm-hmm. like a spear, yeah, like a spear, yeah, and planes start crashing around this kid <laughs> who's just like. <laughs> ah! uh, but of course, the woman arrives just in time, rolls on up in the car, and it's like, Hey Come yeah. with me
0: if you want to live! <laughs> <laughs> Come with me! I said that exact thing in my reaction to the episode. <laughs>
1: we go back inside the war room, where they announce that nothing seems to be working! The angel's approaching Tokyo 3! We have no idea what we're doing! <laughs> Which... Tokyo 3 is interesting, so I, we're to assume that either A, those buried underwater cities might be Tokyo 1 or 2?
0: Yeah, I would think so. Yeah.
1: Or they've relocated?
2: Or they've just been completely knocked down and...
1: And they just relocated and named a new Tokyo? Or they just built on top of the rubble. A bunch of army commanders call for all troops to be thrown at the Angel, so we see missiles and tanks and ships, oh my... None of them work. Although there's a super cool part where they launch this giant-ass missile that's about as big as this thing's arm, and he kind of catches it, and it's, yeah. like, fighting against his hand, and then it, like, peels like a banana, and then explodes. Well, I, I think, thought that was I cool. think
2: he shot that beam thing through it.
1: That's oh. what I think, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. That well, makes, it did, like, it like sense. banana peeled around. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Lock. It was cool. Hand, spear, explode. Microwave it hot was dog. was cool visual. <laughs> <laughs> Microwave. <Ooh. laughs> Glasses Man
1: tells us that the weapons won't work because it has an AT field. I'm sure more on that in a different episode. This first episode throws a lot of names at us.
2: Yeah. An angel... Uh,
1: I got nothing. Come on, Bill. I got nothing. Okay. I, uh, All right. Thermidor. The, ar- <laughs> <laughs> the army pulls everyone back because they're setting an end to mine, baby. I don't know what that means either.
0: I assume the N stands for nuclear.
1: That was my thought.
0: Oh, you know, that makes sense.
2: And the two means it's a sequel.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Nuclear 2, electric boogaloo. Yep.
1: So the preceding explosion kind of looks like it vaporizes the angel at first. As they do. It just put enough shit in the air that you couldn't tell what happened. Yeah. It does that cool kind of like fadey
0: effect. I love it.
1: But it also sends the car that the guy and the or the, the kid and the girl uh, are in like just kind of rolling away. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. But before that, uh, they they've got the, got their heads popped up just looking at the. Uh,
1: it's so good. It's or like, was that like after they, that? Well, I think it was
0: after. Before she goes, oh my god, they're going to d-
1: detonate an n two. Duck and she like just so she can see her ass like sticking up in the shot.
0: Yeah, no panties though, just butt. No pain, just but,
1: yeah. Then, then, then it tumbles and tumbles, and then after, like, there's nuclear fallout, like, and ex- like, and they're just like popping their heads out of the car, yeah. and just watching <laughs> when
0: the heat, when the heat wave or, or whatever comes kind of hits that, the radiation wave. Yeah, the radiation wave. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, that was the concussive wave, the the knock the car <laughs> over
0: everything. Uh, and everything. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. I'm sure neither of them are going
1: to have kids. No, no, no. That's that's
2: <laughs> that's, <good> that's done.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. The boy thanks her, and uh, we finally get her name. Her name is Misato Katsuragi. And at this point, I'm going to pull a Josh, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the voice actors. And this is going to tie in a little bit with the Netflix version of the show. He wishes you pulled a Josh. Oh,
0: no. (laughs) Is Misato Lisa Ortiz? No. No, okay.
1: No. Uh, Misato in the original version was uh, done by Allison Keith. I don't know. I think there was some, there were a few things on there that were kind of older anime sort of roles that Allison had. Uh, the current one for the Netflix. So when Netflix gained the rights to it, uh, I think last year, I think it was when it happened in 2020. Uh-huh. There was a big outcry because they decided that they were going to do some work to the original 90s version uh, which means maybe cutting around or changing some of the visuals of the scenes and more than that though they completely redid the dub they redubbed it and in some ways i think it's good i think a modern modern dubbing and technology and i'm sure the the audio of it compared to a 90s dubbing is going to sound crisper and cleaner but there's a lot of nostalgia i think in the roles of the characters from the 90s and a lot of the actors were kind of upset and the fans of the actors were kind of upset that they just decided to completely redub and change it. Now that said, I'm not completely against this as someone who we've talked about before. Uh, Sailor Moon is a big part of, of my anime fandom. When Viz got rights to the Sailor Moon episodes, they completely redubbed each, uh, all 200 episodes of Sailor Moon. And I feel like despite the nostalgia of a British Luna and a very Canadian Artemis,
2: <laughs>
1: uh, it's a much better dub. Like it's 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 miles it's miles better. I have no problem with it as somebody who's never seen the original. Matt, where do you stand about the redubbing? Now, did you watch this dub or sub?
0: Uh, I watched it subbed. It was a, the last time I saw it was an anime in college anime club, which was well over ten years ago, I think, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Yeah. So I can't really speak to the English language until now. Uh, I, I did listen to this in dub, in sub and dub format, uh, but so far it's a pretty good sounding. So, yeah.
2: The one problem I have, that's probably because of the redubbing, is Netflix is doing that thing where if you listen, watch the English language dub with subtitles yes. on, yes, they do not match up.
1: No, it's the it's definitely the actual translation from the from the subtitles. Yeah, from like from the Japanese. Yeah, so they they don't match, that's for sure. Which made it difficult when I was trying to write a few quotes down, because then I had to like really go back and listen, <laughs> right. to make sure I got the yeah. dub line. So the original Allison Keith, uh, and then she's being voiced now by Carrie uh, Karanen. and you might know Carrie from she did the Viz dub of Sailor Galaxia in the last season of Sailor Moon, which I thought was a, a fantastic performance of the main big, the biggest of the villains in Sailor Moon. Also was, uh, if you're a video game fan, you might know Persona 5, uh, the two twin characters, Caroline and Justine. And then she's done work for other video games and anime, things like Fire Emblem. Uh, she was in Danganronpa, as well as Naruto.
2: And you know, this has occurred to me, but you said these new movies are coming out. That's probably why they changed the dub, is so that everything on Netflix, the voices all matched. Well, you
1: say that. You say that. But the newest movie, which just came out this year, they went back and they brought in a number of the old voices. Fair enough. Into the roles and kept just a handful of the, of the new voices. Like, for example, I think, I believe Carrie Karenin might know. It's a later one. I think, uh, a different character that we're going to talk about later in the episode. They kept the new dubbed actress. So.
2: Okay. Well, then I don't know.
1: <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't know either. I don't know either. Just an interesting choice. Interesting choice. So she drops in his name, which is Shinji Akari. And apparently she's never met him before, but is sending kissy face photos with her butt poking out. Look at my boobs. Child. And,
0: and they arrow pointing straight to the cleavage. Yep.
1: It worked, though. He did come to this like wasteland to find her.
0: He came all right. <laughs> well, we haven't gotten there. Yet. I mean, if I got a picture, uh, if I got a
1: picture <laughs> like that at 14 years old, I, I mean. Fair. You're, you're dropping in the car and you're driving. Yeah. <laughs> the original voice actor for Shinji is the legendary Spike Spencer, who I had the the pleasure of talking with briefly at an anime Iowa. Um, he signed my box collection of DVDs for one of my favorite animes, Martian successor Nadesco. Uh, <laughs> which I bring up so much on this show, but I feel like no one has ever seen it. It's, I, it's, I just fucking love Nadesco. It's a great show. Um, The irony is that he voices the main character, Nadesico, but he also voiced Shinji. And in a lot of ways, Nadesico is kind of a, a comedy version of these types of anime and wow. kind of parodying in a lot of ways, like Neon Genesis Evangelion and shows like this. So I always find it funny that he voiced both Shinji, the main character of this very serious anime, and the, the main character from Martian Successor Nadesico, which is much more a comedy. Yeah.
2: He was also the voice of Dr. Shioji in Excel Saga.
1: Yes, he was. Yes, we talked about do- good old Doctor Shioji from Excel, which I'm trying to forget about his his existence completely. Okay. Yes, uh, the current voice actress is Casey Mangillo or Mangillo. I can't know. how I don't know how to pronounce necessarily. I don't know if I like the choice of this in the new dub. I don't know. Maybe it's just my my nostalgia for Spike Spencer, but it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't fully live up to it to me. And I'm not just saying that because it's a woman doing the role, because women can do young children's Well, roles
2: That's very that's very, well, that's very common.
1: The,
0: it's yeah, it's requir- common. It's very re- common. I believe it's a requirement there the female voice actor must have their own voice, an old woman and a young boy.
1: Yeah. Pretty much, honestly. Uh as someone who used to work with doing amateur like uh, audio work with like voice actors, a lot of um a lot of voice actor stuff that I was listening to they had those reels with those different voices most of them like saved in their on their on their on their page profile so um oh you so, just think spike spencer's cute i think he's also <laughs> i think he's also cute i he is very he is cute <laughs> he is it's true he's cute too but Beautiful. like i like his voice he's got a very high and his his speaking voice is his anime voice like there's very little different like it's it's jarring cuz he's got this high pitched voice it's a little jarring so back at the base, they're excited at first, and then they realize, oh wait, the nuke didn't work. Yeah. We do get a gross image of the angel melting. Yeah, it's kind of—I mean, it—it—it it, it did something. It—it it hurt it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's like regenerating or something. I guess I don't know. It's hard to tell what's going on.
2: Yeah, it, it's either regenerating or it only did like a few hit points of damage.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, with the car back upright again. <laughs> They're driving, which they they, they kind could of just pressed their back against the car and
0: flipped it over at one point.
2: Well, depending on how it's sitting. I mean, it wasn't like a pile of rubble. It wasn't.
0: Yeah. From the angle the car was at, they could have pushed it over, sure. That's fair. My, I'll give it to them.
2: My dad made me push cars all the time. I <laughs> As punishment. No, just. just... You got to see in math, push this car. Just because it needed moved. It was like, all right. <laughs> Help me push.
1: <laughs> back, back in the car. Misato calls ahead to the base, and we get bits of worried inner dialogue from her. I love Misato.
2: (laughs) I can tell you already, she's my favorite character.
1: She might be my favorite character from the whole anime. There's one character we're going to introduce to later that I like a lot, too. But Misato is great, and we get a bit of her personality here as she's like worried because her clothes are torn and her car is wrecked and she's like i've got 33 months of payments
2: left on this thing she, she dressed up in like her best outfit and now it's all fucked up <laughs>
1: it's so relatable i I totally understand what she's going through Was well, she the comic relief character currently currently yes until we meet the penguin
2: comic relief slash fan service
1: but we won't talk about the penguin yet because we'll wait for bill to get there shinji questions the use of you know, taped together batteries sort of wired (laughs) to keep the car running. She says, don't worry. I'm an international civil servant. It
2: beats walking.
1: Cue to the episode four of Excel Saga, where Watanabe lies to Hyatt in the episode Love Puny, where he says, I'm a civil servant! And she's like, oh! (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's a joke about being a civil servant in Japan that, like, just
0: just comes up in anime. It must be a nice
2: job or something.
0: Yeah, uh, Servant X Service is an anime series that I would recommend for following characters who do that. Okay, I'll have to look that one up.
1: Maybe we'll do that one for our first impressions but That could be a good one. Add to the list, Matt, add to the list. We're gonna okay. forget. Shinji isn't convinced, though, that this is safe <laughs> traveling. And I love how she says, like, she calls him a cutie and then apologizes for hurting a young boy's feeling or making him awkward, feel awkward or something. To which Shinji's, like, essentially calls her a child in an adult's body. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Yeah. You don't act so mature yourself. Yeah. So the angel seems to be regenerating, as I mentioned, and it also shoots out a video feed to which that does, the glasses guy's not happy about.
2: He doesn't like what he sees on his Google Glasses.
1: I love the effect. I love the effect of, like, the, the reflection on the glasses. I've always thought that was kind of cool. So, Shinji and Masato arrive at Nerve, a secret UN organization.
2: No, they arrive at NERF.
1: <laughs> NERF. NERF, yeah.
2: I, that drives me nuts.
1: The way they pronounce it or the, the way it's spelled? The way they pronounce
2: it. Okay. Like, if they just said okay. Nerve, it'd be fine, but they're like, they want to... Nerve. I know it looks like nerve, but man, we don't want to say that. So it's nerve. It's, it's
0: nerve or nothing. Nerve. Uh, so other not. It wasn't just Shinji doing it. Then. Was it? No, I think it was everybody. I noticed Shinji so, doing it, but I don't know if noticed someone else doing it. But uh, yeah, that, the uh, the most popular form of uh, graffiti that they find everywhere is having OUS at the end of their logo. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nervous. <laughs> We we also learned that Shinji's dad apparently works for this organization. I sense underlying daddy issues. <gasps> oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Speaking of daddy issues, the guy in the glasses. Oh, there. <laughs> the, guy, the guy, I find him kind of attractive. The guy in the glasses, we find out, is Shinji's dad, Gendo. And he's given orders to take care of the angel because, well, a nuke didn't work. <laughs> so we better go to mad science. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Gendo's original voice actor is Tristan Ma- uh, McCavery, which, by the way, if you Google him, he is like anime Santa. I love him. Like, he's got the whitest, <laughs> pl- ploofiest beard. He's great. Didn't do a lot, I guess, as a as an anime voice actor. This is one of his biggest roles and didn't have a lot really under his uh, his crediting. And then the new voice is John Swayze. And he's done some acting and producing. I did some digging. A lot of people don't like his uh, anime Like voice acting producing stuff. They think he's pretty shitty at his job, but as a voice actor, he seems fine. Okay. (laughs) I I don't know. That's what I found. Gendo is confident that he can do the job. His plan is to use unit one. More on that in a little bit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not the biggest unit, but it's the best.
1: (laughs) But but it does the job. When told that there's no pilot, he says, a spare one is on their way. Yeah, a and spare one. I assume we <laughs> yeah, mean his kid. So he means his kid. So this is like dad of the year material for right, right
0: here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spare pilot.
0: <laughs>
1: we cut then to Shinji to like kind of denote that like he's talking about his son. He isn't excited to be seeing his dad. And we see a, a brief glimpse of him like as a kid crying. <laughs> like yeah. disheveled. Sad crying sh- Shinji in an iron lung. Yeah, something <laughs> like that.
0: That's <laughs> Like maybe Gendo said, to him, kid? I'm going out for cigarettes." And then actually, <laughs> oh, but actually, but no. follow, but actually follows that up with, "And I'm not coming back." Oh,
2: that's so sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting cigarettes. I'm not moving out.
0: <laughs> oh. and you're a rotten kid. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Masato keeps tight-lipped. Type, type that. Masato keeps tight-lipped on the matter. And uh, thank you. And instead. Gives him, like, a classified ad, like, files to read. Like, shut up and read this. (laughs) And he does for, like, the next ten minutes of (laughs) scene. Yep. Uh He's not paying attention to anything. He's just reading the book.
2: They arrive outside of Nerv. And that's the last time in this Uh, anime he does what he's
1: told. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Apparently they're at a geo front, whatever that is. Whatever that is. Whatever the fuck that is. Like, what is...
0: Are they underground, or, or... Well,
1: they seem to be. Some sort of facility seems to be underground. This city underground is fucking weird in general. Yes, it is. We get a still image of it, and we see, like, it's kind of like on the top we've got actual buildings, but, like, they're upside Uh down. Uh And then you've got, like, this weird glowing sort of, like, city or something underneath. It's really strange.
0: Yeah. Is it a a lake way down there? Yeah, there's a lake down there. Is it a lake? Or is it lava? Or... I assume a lake? Oh, I, I assume it's a lake.
1: Weird imagery of this town. It's the last bastion of humanity, apparently. So uh-huh. when they're doing the evacuation orders, is there no one living above ground? Or is this just like the last defense for humanity? I don't know. I don't understand.
0: I, I'm... I didn't pick up anything uh, to say there was any citizenry down there. Okay, that's fair.
1: Well, either way, I'll let us ponder this while we head to the break card. We already did that. <laughs> Welcome to the break card. I'm Andy, and you are listening to another episode of Tuning Japanese as we embark upon season seven. Big thanks to Superfan Matt for joining us here on this episode, as well as all the episodes this season. It's been great to get his point of view so far on Neon Genesis Evangelion. We've recorded the first three episodes already, and we're going to be releasing those as we go through this month and into next. Very excited to talk about this anime and uh, just start a brand new season here of Tuning Japanese. And I want to thank you all for hanging out with us once again. And for anyone who's new, welcome aboard. If you are a listener of the show, the easiest way you can support us is going to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever it is that you listen and leaving us a review. Five stars would go a long way. A written review helps show people that they need to go listen to the show as well. You can just tell your friends about our show as well. We'd really appreciate that. You can head to our socials. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash We're on Twitter at Tuning Japanese. You can find the episodes on tuningjapanese.com. Tell others and help us spread the joy of anime. We got some big stuff over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash tuning Japanese. Our very first episode of Tuning In has been released, and that is on My Hero Academia. If you didn't catch it before, Tuning In is our series where we watch the first episode of an anime, review it, and then decide just from one episode if we are going to go ahead and watch more of it or not. We got My Hero Academia already on the Patreon. Episode 2 is coming out pretty soon, which is our review of Black Butler. I had a ton of fun talking about that one. And then Episode 3, we've already recorded I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, but I'll give you a hint. It's something that Bill definitely did not like, and that was a lot of fun to talk about. Uh, So, yeah, go check that out once again, patreon.com slash Japanese. We got to head back into this review. We've got more to talk about with regards to Neon Genesis Evangelion. I want to thank everyone just one more time. Looking forward to season seven. You're all amazing. We love each and every one of you. And let's get right back into our review of Neon Genesis Evangelion episode one. We're back from the break card. And Zeus is finally comfortable. <laughs> yeah, and Zeus is finally comfortable in his spot over there. <laughs> we'll be snoozing before you know it. I'll hear his, sn- his snoring. We get a wide shot of Nerv. What's up with the fucking pyramid? Pyramids are cool.
2: That was, that was what I was going to say. <laughs>
1: and then there's like an, an inverted pyramid that like goes down pyramid shape into the ground.
2: Also cool. I have no
1: fucking clue. It, is there, there's got to be some symbolism here,
0: right? right? Uh...
2: It's a giant hmm. D4.
0: Well... I mean Gendo's old but he's not an old geezer. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> hey speaking of shapes. Shapes. <laughs> there's my segue.
1: We get hexagons all over this place and I'm I'm flashing to WandaVision. Right? Oh like there's, there's there's hidden meaning with the hexagons. It's Mephisto. <laughs> well there are angels.
2: Yeah exactly that's the thing. Yeah
1: yeah. Everything leads to Mephisto. Yep. Back to the anime. <laughs> Uh, The two newcomers make their way down a moving platform, and Masato mentions another character, Ritsuko, who we're going to be introduced to in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Shinji casually notes, "By the way, that hey, by the way, we've been moving down this corridor before. Like we've we've looped around." (laughs) They're definitely lost.
0: This is a bad place for a lady in a skirt. Yeah. Yes, I love that. Or a man, if you happen to be wearing one. Absolutely. In a kilt. In a kilt or skirt. Blown up, us blown up into my nether regions. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'd be wearing
2: the kilt. Fair. A page is heard. That's why I tell people whenever I'm like, it's too hot. I'm like, I wish it was just winter because I'm just so sick of being hot and sweaty. My ancestors lived near the Arctic Circle, and their solution was to make their skirts out of wool to keep warm, but, you know, still give their balls some breathing room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so a page is heard overhead for a Dr. Ritsuko Akagi who emerges from some sort of water, I guess the lake, and unzips a diving suit seductively. Uh-huh. She eventually finds Misato and Shinji. Like like a door opens again as they're like lost, and she's just standing there, and Misato freaks out. Of course, this is uh, the, the Ritsuko that she Misato brought up earlier, voiced by, in the original, Su Ulu. Uh, she's known for a lot of more classic anime. Her other big role was she played Kai in Dirty Pair, and uh, is currently played by Erica Lindbeck. She immediately chastises Masato and then asks, Hey, is this Shinji? <laughs> is this is this the test subject? Man, I hope so. <laughs> we really need to put someone in this mech. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a lot weirder
2: if she just had some rando. She's walking around the.
1: <laughs> Bring your son to work day. Uh, Masato calls him the third child. Very primitive. Well, she
2: says the third children.
1: Which is not grammar. No, No. that
2: bothers the shit out of me. That that one too.
1: We learn from a quick exchange between Gendo and one of his
0: commanders that it's been three years since he has seen his kid. Dad of the year.
2: (laughs) Yep. For three years running.
0: As far as we know, he knew that if he stuck around, he'd be uh, uh, the worst dad ever.
1: Misato. (laughs) (laughs) Misato and Ritsuko. Talk about how busted up Unit 1 is. Seems the success rate for activation right now is point zero 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 one percent
0: I feel like she added a few more zeros than necessary. here. but mathematically, they say it could still run. It's not zero. <laughs> By the way, as they're going
1: up this like incline thing, Shinji has got his nose in a book. And in the background, like, we're just framed on Shinji's shadow, there's, like, a giant, deformed hand. Yes. And like, whatever, I'm just gonna ignore this and read the manual.
2: (laughs) Very studious.
0: It starts to fade in, and you realize, that's a hand. What is- why is there a giant hand in there? What is that?
2: He's one of those nerds that reads the instructions when he gets a Transformer.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Or,
1: yeah. Like me, that reads- has to read the entirety of, uh, the rules of a board game before you play it, uh, right?
0: <laughs> well, you sh- you sh- you should, I think. Thank
1: you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
0: Uh, I tried Fireball
1: Island for the first time. Did not like uh, it. Uh, really? It was not fun. My I didn't think it was fun.
0: My all-time favorite board game as a kid.
1: I'm very sorry. I played the the updated version, and I just Oh, uh, well, I can't. There's speak to too that much back. going on.
0: Eight to ten year old me is not going to hold a grudge against you over it.
1: As they arrive, we catch a glimpse of a large purple mech arm with Unit 1 written on it. Gee, I bet this is the mech they were talking about, the Unit 1. <laughs> Gee, I baby.
2: wonder.
0: You're crazy.
1: They get enclosed in a dark room, and it lights up, and he's face-to-face Shinji as with the mech. This is, quote, the ultimate man-made, multi-purpose, decisive combat weapon, a.k.a. the artificial human Evangelion.
2: I caught that artificial human thing.
0: Yeah, weird. That's, 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 no. Yeah, more human, on human, that. I'll say humanoid, maybe. Yeah, more or, on that
1: as we get yeah. further into the series. This place get this anime gets really dark. We'll get there. I, I don't even remember all of it, because it's been a while, but. Same. Yeah. So Shinji then comes face to face with his dad, sort of, because his dad's like, I ain't going to come down and hug you. I'm going to stand behind a giant, a barrier, like 10 stories up. <laughs> Uh huh.
2: I can't come down. It's dangerous down there.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, Dad. He's got a god complex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they want to launch Unit One with Shinji as the pilot.
0: Oh no! Shocker. Bum bum bum. <laughs> He's against it immediately. Like yes. really against it. I mean, like for sure. This 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 is no teenage boy. <laughs> that I would want to hang out, hang out with and doesn't care about potting a giant robot.
1: This would be me as a teenage boy. Yeah. I would be like, no, no, I could get hurt. <laughs> and Bill would be in the cockpit already. Put me in its spine! Put me in!
2: Hot chicken in sports <laughs> car takes me to a, to a giant robot to drive. <laughs> what? <laughs> How am I turning this down?
1: We get another name drop. A Ray
0: Ayanami. Oh yes. Apparently the former pilot. She the she will be in the running for best girl. She will be,
1: in all honesty. I, I enjoy Ray. Ray is great.
0: I don't have an opinion
1: yet. Okay.
0: <laughs> Misato- we, we, we have already but... seen her in the show.
2: Yes. And I watched forward a little bit in the show um this afternoon, but I still don't have quite a opinion yet.
0: Question is why was Shinji Ho her earlier
2: <laughs> i'm I'm gonna just come out and say it Masato's more my speed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's the third children, so maybe he has the third sight the third eye the third the third eye and she eye and she's got the one eye <laughs> oh, <laughs> together they have two pair, but we're jumping ahead. We haven't even met her yet,
0: <laughs>
1: right. Masato eventually gives in to all the absurdity and she Left. says, get in the mech. <laughs> yeah.
2: So is that where the, uh, the now defunct YouTube channel of get in the robot got its name?
1: Maybe
0: it's probably, honestly, probably the, the big, the big Evangelion line has always been "Get in the damn robot Shinji.
2: <laughs> no, your meme yeah, says so... get in the fucking robot.
0: <laughs> I'm more polite than they are.
1: Fair enough. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, we get a dramatic shouting match back and forth between Shinji and the father. Shinji's more shouting than the father is. Masato orders Shinji to get in the mech when the angel launches an attack. Uh, And in response, Gendo gives up. Eventually, it says, fuck it. Get Rey. Wake her up. Wake her ass up. Bring her in.
0: And they do. They fucking wheel her in on a gurney. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because as long as she's not dead, she's useful.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything more than one hit
0: point, you're ready to go. Heck, this yeah. is, heck, get into a car even if she's dead, she'd probably be useful somehow.
1: No. So. <laughs> whoa. So. <laughs>
0: not that, Bill. This is
1: going not, not quite Not quite <laughs> that, but they, but it's, the story gets weird. From what I remember, at least from the manga, because that's the most recent thing as far as this anime, I, I've read the manga more recently than I watched the anime, and I remember there was some weird shit going on in the manga, but we'll get there. We'll get there. She is, she gets she's brought in a medical bed, and she's bandaged up and bleeding and barely conscious, and it is, as Matt alluded to, the woman in the street that he was hallucinating earlier. Same girl. Yeah, the girl, really.
0: She's about maybe six, Shinji's age?
2: Yeah, so 14.
0: Looking a bit worse than, uh, the, uh, vision.
2: <laughs> so approximately my daughter's age.
0: Yeah. Which, she's she's kind of high Which is kind of fucked like, up. She's kind of like
1: coughing up blood and looking weak. That's our third Excel reference for, for this episode. to are keeping track. We gotta have one per episode. <laughs> that's, that's the rule. It's the rule. Uh, uh, so there's, there's another explosion, which causes the ground above to start collapsing and it, uh, and it creates a burst. That looks like an upside down cross of energy that like hits uh-huh. above was, the sound. Was it
2: upside down or was it a cross? Cause I mean, it went, it came out of the, the angel. So from his perspective, it was a straight right side cross. Hmm. But yeah, it, like went down the street and then like blew out two side streets there at the end to make like, a cross. It's, y- yeah. Uh,
0: St. Peter, you want to weigh in on this one? No. well. Nope. Yes, sir. <laughs> 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 okay, <good>. It's okay. <laughs> So
1: the ceiling almost crashes in on Shinji, but the Ava responds and moves its hand in a way to protect it from the falling debris. Without a pilot, without a source of energy. And breaking through its restraints. Yes, and breaking through all of its restraints, it seems to have wanted to protect Shinji.
0: Almost like it has a mind of its own. Da, da,
1: da. So Shinji runs over to check on Rei, and it decides he can't let her pilot this like i'm not gonna send her to her death put me in coach <laughs> <laughs> they insert shinji into its spine and he awaits in a cockpit that's flooded with a multitude of colorful lights and then also flooded with goo that fill up his lungs yeah. so he
0: can breathe yeah Anybody, have either of you seen the abyss i have not seen the abyss not
2: for a long time wow ah, okay but I'm not
0: sure. I've not seen it. At all. But there's a real
2: life liquid like that too, though.
0: What? Yeah, yeah. There is. What? Yeah. It, it's they, it appears in in the abyss
2: those. I didn't. I didn't know if that was sci fi and they just did it, or if it was real. But there is. Yeah. I know there is a breathable liquid now.
0: It's uh, at least at the time it was real, but it didn't completely work. I don't know if it totally completely works now. God, I don't want to run trials on that. Jesus.
2: Well, I, they, when I first saw it, they, they were using rats for it.
1: Still. Neat though, huh? That's neat as shit. That is so cool. That is awesome. So, science fiction. I mean. So
2: that's the least science fiction-y part of this, so that's just science.
1: I mean. Was the year 2015. All right. So that's believable. Alright.
2: The year 2015.
1: So everyone seems shocked that the mech is actually gonna work. <laughs> Cause like, it's like, oh my god, it's, four, it's 46%! Everything is green! It's going to launch! They're, like, so shocked. And we get a really long sequence of this. Like, nothing really exciting here happens. It's just the building up the anticipation of, of, you know, sending him out in the mech.
0: Building up the (laughs) (laughs) anticipation.
1: And then he's sent flying like a sperm from a cock. Uh, (laughs) Ah. Why is is that (laughs) (laughs) your... Like a spitball through a straw. You
2: have... You spent too much time at the con.
1: <laughs> I did. Not enough time at
2: home. <laughs> no. uh,
1: uh-huh. There were was, was some hot guys there. There the the, the the army was there with a rock climbing wall. <laughs> oh, and there was a short, Hispanic, muscly dude. And if, if he was nerdy, I don't know if he was or not, but he was at a con. So I'm going to assume maybe, like, he checked all the boxes. I
2: didn't know Hispanic was a box for you.
1: Hispanic is a boxer. I did not know that. But. We learned something
2: new today. Short nerdy army dude, though. <laughs> Short.
1: Sounds like, that sounds like a recipe for another divorce. <laughs> on.
0: Launch the bipedal unicorn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So can we describe the Ava? We haven't described the Ava at all. Matt, do you want to, you want to describe this Ava?
0: Sure. It's Big.
1: God damn it! Yep. You're not going to help my analogy from it's, earlier. It's, it's, it's hard. Uh, it's big. Purple? It's
0: it's big. It's purple. It's got a long spike on the top of its head. It's uh not of a manly beefy shape. It's more of a hour, hourglass kind of figure, I guess. Well, it's it's, it's kind of weirdly like
2: weird, weirdly emancipated. or eman- emancipated, Wow, emaciated. There you go. Yeah, and like. It's, it's, its proportions are all like weirdly off too. Like the arms are way too long.
0: I would imagine that if there was a live action version, they'd all all the Avis would be played by Christian Bale because they look like <laughs> him in The Machinist. That's great.
1: Yeah. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, wrong movie. You lost so much weight for that film. I know. Crazy. Not Batman. Um, <laughs> he didn't lose weight for Batman. Um, by the way, before the launch, Gendo looks like the proudest of fathers. Yeah. He's like, yes. Sending my son to his death. This is going to
2: work out either way.
1: <laughs> so the angel is strolling down a street as the unit one pops up. And at the very end, we hear Masato think in her head, in her, in her monologue, Shinji, please don't die. And that's episode one of Neon Genesis Evangelion titled Angel Attack. But before we get to our thoughts, I want to talk about the closing theme. Uh, the closing theme originally in the 1995 anime was a version of bart howard's fly me to the moon which is probably most famous for like frank sinatra singing it right right. yes yes um but this was a performance by a performer by the name of claire litley and it's a beautiful upbeat song that i it's extremely iconic to me for the anime it pops in my head all the time and it's never the sinatra version it's always the evangelion version that always pops in my head when i think of the song Mm -hmm. Um, but netflix did change that so something that I think fits better tonally <laughs> to the anime, um, it definitely doesn't s- scratch the the itch for nostalgia. But it, they use a version or a portion of Ray's theme mm-hmm. for for the closing. So I don't know. Were there any thoughts about either the original, the new,
0: or the change to this new theme? Uh, the new, it's it's a nice haunting tune that they changed it to. I thought. Uh, that being said, before we started, I just tried my hand at recording a version of. Fly me to the moon, myself.
1: Nice, <laughs> nice. Are you gonna Are you gonna send that to me? I am. Oh, send that to me, and I will put that in the episode right here.
0: Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me sing forevermore. You are a... I
1: love you. You. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that. I enjoyed it. I'm sure I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not allowed
2: to sing, Court (laughs) Order.
1: So, let's talk about the end of the episode, the episode overall, episode one, and our final thoughts on it, because we have, as Google tells me, 8 minutes left to record so final thoughts i like it i like episode 1 it's uh i like the visuals of this anime for being a 90s anime it looks very very impressive oftentimes older anime sometimes gets a bad rap for for the visuals because we've just come to expect sort of like the modern digital art um and and new ways of doing it lower
2: flame rates clunky cgi
1: yeah but i think I think the art is beautiful in this first episode. Uh, a lot of the establishing shots of the city, the traveling, uh, like shots of like kind of still shots with like the back where like we see elaborate backgrounds, the Ava and the angel themselves. Really cool. I enjoyed it. Uh, Shinji, kind of a whiny bitch. Like I remember him, Yo. but also at the same time, I get why he is. He thought he was going to get laid and then showed up and was like, oh, I'm going to go meet my father instead. Cool. Cool.
0: Way to yeah. It's Talk like me over here. It's like being invited over to a girl's house, you go upstairs to a bedroom and your father's in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. ah, why? Why are you He's here? like, drive this motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> boy. But, but aside from that, I like I like the mystery that they set. I like the cliffhanger of we don't see the fight, we're just readying for the fight in the second episode to, to kind of gear us up for that. I really like this first episode.
0: I like it a lot, and it really leaves you wanting to watch the next one right then. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. with the magic of Netflix, you can <gasps> indeed. Yeah, it, I got no plug, complaints plug, 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 plug. <laughs>
2: whatsoever with the uh the art, the animation. There's a few poochie moments, but any anime that old is going to have a little bit of it. Yeah, um, sure. but it's not anywhere near as jarring as it could be. Shinji's kind of annoying, but he's an anime main character, whatever. Katsuragi's kind of cool, though. I like her. She's probably going to wind up being ah, yes. my favorite
1: character. Yeah, I love Masato.
2: And, uh... Yeah, I'm into it.
0: Matt, any other thoughts on the episode? No, no, I don't think so. I mean, uh, we didn't mention we didn't mention the uh, voice for Ray, but then she didn't really say anything, did she?
1: We'll get there next time. That'll that'll be on Bill. To I, give I, us the voice actor, or I'll do it. I, I, <laughs> I, I will... I, I'll get back on that love right so. away. I will, <laughs> def- I will
0: definitely have something to say about the original Japanese movie. Okay.
1: Perfect. Perfect. We will. That'll be next time with episode two. Unfamiliar ceiling, ceilings. Unfamiliar ceilings. And that's Bill's week. Bill will do that episode. uh And then, uh, no, not your ceiling, Matt. Uh, <laughs> familiar. And, uh, that's a familiar ceiling.
0: So,
1: so Matt is slotting into where Josh was. So so Matt will have episode three, and the notes for that episode, and we'll uh, kind of go back in that order. So uh, I think that about does it, Bill. Hi. Take us away. This has been
2: Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes talk about anime. And I will definitely ask
1: for consent. I'm Bill. This task would be impossible for others. My
0: name's Andy. We don't have the luxury of accepting failure anymore. I'm Matthew. And we will see you next time. Kisses.
1: I love it. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com. Like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel and our new series, Tuning RPG, by searching for Tuning Japanese or Tuning RPG on youtube.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. A special thanks to our patrons, Brian Nash and Superfan Matt.
2: Why did you send for me? We just told you why. So then, I'm supposed to jump inside and fight whatever I saw out there? Correct. No! I don't want to! After all this time, why now? You left me because I was no use to you, right? Anita rose, so I sent for you. But why? Why me? Because this task would be impossible for others. It's impossible for me, too. I've never even heard of this thing until now,
1: and you want me to fight in it?
0: They will explain how.
1: Explain? It's all too much. I cannot
0: pilot this thing! Stop wasting time. Either get in the Eva or get out.